Welcome everyone, this is episode 10 of the Foo Podcast. I am your host Foo, and I hope you're having a lovely day or night wherever you are in the world. Today we're going to be talking about jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, yes. So I'm currently four weeks out from entering my very first Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition. I recently got promoted to what's called a three-stripe white belt. So stripes are, are an indication of progress. Um, depending on the gym that you train at, some gyms give out stripes, some don't on particular belts. Uh, but the gym that I go to, they give out stripes, uh, depending on how much progress you've made. And I re- recently got promoted to three stripes. So originally I was at one stripe. I went to grading day and I got two more stripes. I'm now at three stripes. So I'm getting closer to achieving what's called a blue belt, which is the next belt up after white belt. And, uh, I'm pretty excited. So at the time of this recording now, I'm four weeks out. I'm going to enter my first competition. I'm going to enter the 96 kilogram weight class. Somebody versing some pretty big dudes, but, uh, I'm going to try my best. So Today's topic is how jiu-jitsu changed my life within one year. So there's a whole story to this and we're going to get right into it. So before I do that, let's quickly talk about what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is. So jiu-jitsu was originally a fighting art out of Japan. Uh, It was used by like, uh, if you think of like soldiers or warriors, uh, it was more than just grappling. It was also weapons and different fighting styles. And then eventually what would happen is, is if the samurai or like the warrior on the field lost their weapons, they would then use their their physical body to fight. Now, what ended up happening was the history, the quick version of the history story, is that jiu-jitsu made its way to Brazil, and there was a family called the Gracie family. And this family modified the system to be very effective, to be a fighting grappling art on the ground. So what will happen is a lot of fights end up on the ground, and this family, the Gracie family, like um, like the big Gracie family that most people in jiu-jitsu know about, uh, they were very influential. And what really took off with jiu-jitsu was an event called UFC 1, uh, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, the very first Ultimate Fighting Championship. And a fighter named Hoist Gracie entered. And he was one of the smaller, you know, physical, smaller guys of the family. And they purposely picked him to go up against all these other martial arts like like karate, you think of like all those martial arts, right? And jiu-jitsu absolutely dominated. So that's the quick history of it. Now, these days, it's one of the fastest growing competitive sports in the world. Uh, you can find a jiu-jitsu gym in almost every city in the world these days, as far as I know. Uh, one of the reasons why is because it's such an effective system. Uh, it's pretty much safe as long as you're training with good training partners. Uh, it's great for health and fitness, and it's helped a lot of people in their lives, and including me. So that's a quick history of jiu-jitsu. And now I'm going to tell you the story of how I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So the story begins about May, 2022. At the time I had just recovered from COVID and I was at the pool hall. So if you guys know, I'm a former professional eight ball player. I used to play a lot of competitive pool. And last year around May, I was actually preparing myself so I can enter the state tournaments, try and qualify for the Victorian team, make it to nationals. And that was what my mind was at the time. I had no concept of thinking about martial arts. Now, I was there on like a Friday or Saturday night, I believe. And I was there practicing. So at the time, I paid like $600 for a full year unlimited play so I can turn up to the pool hall, practice my technique, and eventually become the Australian champion. That was my goal. That was my dream, right? I was playing in a pool league. I was playing with friends every week. And that was my lifestyle. So what happened was I was there at night just by myself practicing. And this like thug looking guy approached me and right away if you grow up in really rough areas you can tell right away when somebody has bad intentions with you and i knew right away so 
this guy walks up to me and like his body language is very negative. He looks a bit roughed up. He's wearing tracky pants. You know, your typical thug. Like I can just tell. And I don't want to judge anyone, but I'm just trying to give you guys a description. This guy was a thug, right? Now he started touching my cues. And that's usually the first sign that they're trying to assert dominance over you. And I'm like, hey, buddy, don't touch my cue. And he kept touching my cue. I'm like, listen, mate, don't touch my cue. He's like, oh, is this your cue? Is this your cue? I'm like, yeah, it's actually mine. I brought it here. I'm here to practice. And then he just kept talking and talking and talking. And he kept getting closer and closer and closer. And I'm like, I think this guy wants to fight. I'm telling you, like, in my mind, I'm, I could sense danger. I'm like, look, in my mind, I probably could fight. And I probably could win. Maybe I can get away from the situation. Honestly, if you ever find yourself in a confrontation like a street fight, the best thing to do is to walk away. There's no victory in street fighting on the street. Do it in the gym, do it at jiu-jitsu, do it at boxing, do it at MMA. But on the street, stay away from that. I would rather walk away. So that's just a disclaimer for you guys if you're ever in these situations. So this guy was harassing me and I was there just to try and practice. I wanted to be there just to like work on my technique so I could eventually qualify for the state team. And this guy just kept going on and on and on and on. And eventually he started trying to insult me. He's like, oh, so where's your family from? I'm like, they're from this area. And he goes, oh, oh, I bet my family owns your family. And right away, like I grew up around these kind of people. I know what these kind of people are like. They're insecure. They act like they're bigger than they really are. But there was like, I didn't know if this guy had a knife in his pocket. I didn't know what this guy was planning. So I decided to leave. I packed up my cues and this guy walked away. He went to the bathroom. I packed up my cues and I told the bartender, hey, do you mind like walking me to my car? I don't know what this guy's deal is. I don't know what his intentions are. Uh, but can you please tell the owner about this guy and get this guy banned? So eventually this guy did get banned from the bar because I told, I told the owner, like, you cannot have people like this in the bar. You're, it's, they're interrupting customers. They're intrusive. Yes, he might make a couple dollars, but just the culture is just not worth it. Now, that night had an effect on me because I had to ask myself, if this guy did try to put his hands on me, would I have actually been prepared for that situation? Now, in my mind, in my ego, I could think that I'm a really tough guy. I could think that I could fight. I could think that I could defend myself. But the reality is, most of us probably don't know how to defend ourselves. Yes, we might think we can throw a haymaker right hook to the jaw and yes, they'll drop. But what if this person had a weapon? What if this person knew how to fight too? So I went home that night and I was a bit rattled by it. I'm like, you know what? This isn't really good. So what ended up happening was the following day, I went to a different pool hall. And there was a friend there, a friend, he works security at the bar. And if you know who you, if you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are. I won't name drop because I want to keep your privacy too. Uh, but I, I told him about the situation and he's like, oh, oh, that's, that's, you know, that sucks. He goes, by the way, he goes, I, I do jujitsu. Would you like to check out our gym? I'm like, yeah, sure. When is it? He's like, oh, the classes on Monday, uh, beginners classes at 6 PM. The main class is at seven. And he's like, you should come down. And I said, yes send me the details, give me your phone number, text me, tell me where this place is. And I also told him, hey, I also want to try Muay Thai out. Do you know any trainers? He goes, you know what? Perfect. My trainer is a Muay Thai and boxing trainer. I'll hook you up with him and uh, you can go see him on this particular day. So what happened was Monday came up and I had a work meeting that day because I was working for another pool hall at the time. I went to the meeting at 6 p.m. and I managed to get to the jiu-jitsu gym at 7 p.m. And I'll never forget this experience. First of all, I had to find parking. <laughs> this is something I struggle with. So I parked and I was walking around trying to find this jujitsu gym. And then I saw two guys at the front hanging out. And I walked up and I said, hey guys, is this uh, jujitsu? They're like, yeah, yeah, just, just walk in here. 
So I walked in, uh, there's gym equipment everywhere. There's like powerlifting equipment on the left. And I see all these people on the mats in their geese. So geese like the, the jacket and the pants that they wear for jujitsu. And then my friend who was there from the bar was like, Hey, you made it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I talked to the, the lady at the front who's working at reception and she goes, Hey, welcome to the gym. Um, yeah, you can borrow a gi. You can join the class when you're, as soon as you're ready. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so I went upstairs. I went and changed in the bathroom. I came downstairs and I just missed the warm up because I had a work meeting. Now I remember stepping onto the mats and you know, there's about 20, 30 students. And there's the coach in the middle demonstrating a technique. And I'm surrounded by like all these martial artists. And I'm like, wow, like these guys are really serious. Like they love this stuff, right? And they were going through a technique called X guard. Now I'm not going to go too deep into the techniques, especially if you're not into jitsu, but basically it's a very awesome technique, a very advanced technique. And they were in the explanation phase of a class. So then the next part of the class is to practice and practice with somebody. So initially I was about to be paired with a white belt, but luckily one of the purple belts uh, came up to me and said, hey, um, I'll take over from here. And then the other guy swapped with somebody else. And then he showed me x God for the next 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And I was blown away because like this guy had so much control over his body. He had control over my body. He put me in these positions and he was explaining everything. And I loved it. I loved it. It was so cool. It was amazing. And I was just like, wow, this is martial arts for real. So from there... Uh, we then went into what's called the drilling phase. So this is where they put us in a, or they lined us up on the wall and they put nine people on the mats and you have to go approach someone and then start from that position and try and win from there. It's either through passing the guard and all these fancy words, but basically it's practice to get familiar with the position. So I walked up to the other purple belt and we rolled. And obviously I'm a new student, so they're going to take it easy on me. But I also do have experience in other martial arts. So it's not the first time that I trained. And immediately was in X guard. I busted out of the position. I started to grab, grapple and wrestle. And maybe it's my ego, but I'm pretty sure some of the people in gym were like, wow, this guy's something, you know, because usually most people, when they enter a jiu-jitsu gym, they can be a bit nervous. And don't worry, I was nervous too. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm being surrounded by like 20, 30 people I've never met doing a martial art I've never done before, but I did pretty well, you know? Don't, don't mind me. I actually gassed out within like five or 10 minutes. I went and sat on the couch and sipped on water, <laughs> but then I went back in and drilled and then we did rolling at the end. But instead of rolling, I asked people to show me techniques and then we lined up on the wall. We took a class photo, we shook hands and I was absolutely blown away. I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Cause I've done Chinese martial arts before. I've done other like in the past and that was pretty intense where we trained for like six hours straight doing like forms movement. But this was a very active and real martial art that could be applied. Now, as I was uh, getting dressed, uh, this really tall, awesome guy, and he's one of my best friends today, comes up to me and this left the most incredible impression on me. He walks up and he goes, hey, buddy, uh, how'd you go for your first class? And I didn't expect someone to come up and talk to me like that. He was so nice, like a big, bright smile. He's an amazing friend of mine and, you know, we all love him. And I won't go too much into that because that's his private life, but he's a good dude. And that is what made me want to sign up. That guy who approached me, my friend, and him just taking five minutes just to chat with me after class. He goes, yeah, you know what? Just keep coming, man. This place is going to change your life. He goes, and he goes, I'm not just saying it just to say, he goes, it's changed my life. All these people here are amazing. 
and you know i hope you keep coming so then i went up i went the next day and i signed up <laughs> i literally signed up and i told the coach hey you know what i'll just pay for the first week as well and the coach is like no 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 it's okay first week is free and then we'll start charging you the week after so around this time i also had was taking a backseat from streaming because i was getting very burned out from speed running i was getting very burned out on streaming um, I just recovered from COVID and I was in a bit of a decline with streaming at the time. So jujitsu just happened to come into my life at the right time where I was needing a new challenge. I was needing a new passion. And it just so happened that jujitsu surfaced in my life. So I'm thankful that thug guy came up to me and like, you know, threatened me. And then my friend, it's like, it was just perfect timing. And then the friend at the bar said, Hey, I do jujitsu. And then I find myself at jujitsu and here I am now a year and a half later a three stripe white belt. So that's a bit of the history on here into, into how I got into jujitsu. Uh, now I want to explain how it's actually impacted my life. So what happened was unfortunately about six months into my training, about six to eight months into my training, um, I did get injured. Um, I was taken down and I wasn't quite warmed up at the time and something on my back tore. And I ended up having to take six months off because for the first month I tried to train through the injury but the more that I trained, the more my back just wasn't getting better. So I had to take the hard decision. I ended up taking almost six months entirely off training, no lifting either, no power lifting. I ended up gaining like a ton of weight. I gained like over 25 kilos. But in that time, I was speed running. I ended up getting a new world record. Um, I was able to further my streaming career and make some more income at least. At least I was able to do that and stay active and focused. Uh, but once I healed... It was about June. No, it was about May this year. I came back May, June. I started training jujitsu again, and now I'm going to explain and hope to do my best to explain the four ways it actually changed my life in the last year. So the first point I want to make is that jujitsu is very, very hard. Um, it's not a martial art where you just practice a movement and it's comfortable and you do this and that, and then you get a congratulations. It is a true pressure tested martial art where you have to get on the mats and roll right so the first way it changed my life is that i have to constantly break my comfort zone every time i go to jiu-jitsu there are no excuses when you step on the mats and you're put in a position and it's go you are out of your comfort zone every single time you roll it's never easy no matter how much progress you make it is difficult but the beauty of it is that because every time I broke my comfort zone on the mats, it also helped me break my comfort zone outside of the gym. Things like, you know, things that I'm not comfortable with, like updating my resume or going for that extra long walk that I need to or preparing meals, things that are not within my realm of comfort, things I like to do that make me, you know, feel steady. Because I am physically in demand every time I go to the jujitsu gym and I'm out of my comfort zone, I get to practice being out of my comfort zone. I get to become comfortable with being uncomfortable because you know, every time you step on the mats, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight hard to defend yourself or this person's going to tap you out. They're going to submit you. They're going to arm bar you. They're going to rear naked choke you. They're going to tap you out unless you fight back through grappling. So it really in the last year, especially the last year and a half, because I'm constantly outside of my comfort zone at the gym, whenever I'm outside of the comfort zone anywhere else in the world, it doesn't feel as difficult because I'm like, you know, this doesn't compare to being on board. 
you know or for like if i have to do like make a phone call at work to a client and i have to make a sale you know yeah you have a bit of social anxiety of course but because i have been so many times out of my comfort zone just physically and emotionally that that phone call it doesn't even compare <laughs> to being almost tapped out in the gym three to five days a week so that's the first way the second one is huge for me but don't mind me i'm gonna sip on some water the second reason why it changed my life and the second way it did is that i get to consistently spend time with a healthy community and i made new friends so the people at the gym you're gonna see three to five days a week you know i mean the people you normally see that amount are your family your partner or your co-workers but to be in an environment where you're consistently seeing the same people who are healthy, who are hungry, who are determined, who are different from all different work, walks of life. They could be tradesmen, they could be lawyers, bartenders, doctors, students, doesn't matter where they're from. When you step on the mats, it's jujitsu. So consistently, what happened for me was before that, the other version of that for me was pool and seeing my pool friends once a week, twice a week, which is great. But I also wanted a new challenge. I wanted to be around different people from different backgrounds with different goals. And that's nothing nothing to diss my pool friends. I still love my pool friends. I still catch up with them. But I wanted to head in a new direction in my life. So I needed that. I got to spend time with people who are fitter than me, who are more determined than me, who are better than me at jiu-jitsu, who are hungry to win at life. They don't make excuses. They turn up on time. And when you're surrounded by 20, 30, 40 people who are hungry to win, you're going to be that 41st person. <laughs> like, I think the saying is you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth millionaire. Now, that's not necessarily always true. But the saying is, it's like, you're going to be a reflection of the people around you. So for me, consistently spending time with people like that made a huge, huge difference in my character and the way I view life. Because my, my gym mates would not let me make excuses. You know, they'll text me, hey, are you coming to class? <laughs> they'll be like, hey, why are you late? Uh, they'll be like, yo, don't give up. Don't tap. You can figure out this position. Um, all right, let me explain this to you. And like just being around these people all the time, including the coach, including the higher belts and the new friends that I've made in the last year and a half has massively increased my well-being. Because before that, I wasn't spending that amount of time with people in that way. And the other thing with jiu-jitsu is like you really get to know a person because you're physically rolling with them every day. Like you get to really know their character. You get to know their tenacity. You get to see the fight inside. You get to see that hunger inside that they have to, to you know, to, to fight through these battles because they're also outside of their comfort zone. They're also trying to grow. They're also trying to improve. And when you're surrounded in, you're, when you're in that kind of culture where it's very, very like, it's like a new family for you. Like, my self-esteem has grown so much. My confidence in myself has grown so much. My fitness is on in a level it's never been before. I'm doing 20 to 30,000 steps a day and training. Like that, this was unheard of of me. Even back when I was 72 kilos years ago, I was lean, but I wasn't strong or fit like this. So that was the, that was the, the third thing, the third way it, it changed my life. And hopefully that provides value to you. Maybe jujitsu won't be your thing, but if you can consistently spend time with a group of people who are hungry to grow, hungry to improve, hungry to study, hungry to get better, hungry to help each other, that will help you tremendously. And you will also be able to help others in a very significant way too. Now, the fourth one is a very interesting one. So this gym that I train at is a 40 minute drive away from my house. Now, the advice I was given for jujitsu was to train at a gym as close as possible to your house. Now, the question is, 
why did I pick a gym 40 minutes away? Well, the truth is, is that I signed up and I didn't even factor in the drive. That was the first truth, honest truth. But how it changed my life is that we have a rule at the gym. Turn up on time. Don't be late. Turn up on time. So if I have a class that's at 6 p.m. and it's a 40 minute drive, I have to make sure that my time management and my planning ahead is on point so I can make it to my classes. Not only that, but also balance that with everything else going on in my life. Now, I'll admit I don't have the best time management. It's not a natural skill that, I've, that I have that comes natural to me. It's a skill that I've been working at for years. But I'll tell you this, training at a gym 40 minutes away has massively improved my time management skills because everything that I do now, I check Google Maps to see how long the drive is. I make sure that I got my gym clothes washed. I make sure that all my equipment is ready to go. But this also transfers to everything else I do in my life, like making this podcast, making sure I have enough time to record, edit, film, upload, get it onto Spotify, get it onto YouTube. The, the, just the fact that I have to make sure that I get to the gym on time three to five days a week, it's 40 minutes away, then I have to drive home 40 minutes away, then I have to make dinner, shower, get my clothes washed. It's built a really good skill set to factor in time for me because I need that incentive to take action on certain things. Like in the past, I would put things off or I'd turn up really late to things because it, you know I just didn't plan my time well. But having to restructure my lifestyle to include jujitsu, to include lifting, to include walking, to include work, to include you know a relationship, to include friends. The fact that it's helped me so much with my time management has been a game changer just by the fact that the gym is 40 minutes away. <laughs> so these are the ways jujitsu has helped my life. And there are other reasons too. Um, but these are the four ones I wanted to point out because I do think that although jujitsu may not be your thing and it's not for everyone, I'm pretty certain that you can find something that also gives you those similar benefits. Like you should hopefully, it's just a suggestion, it's just an invitation, find something that helps you in a safe environment, break your comfort zone. Because if you want to grow, if you want to go beyond where you are, sometimes you will have to take actions on things that are not necessarily comfortable or convenient. It might take a bit of self-sacrifice. You might have to give up certain things. But if you want to ascend, if you want to go to the next level, you just may have to find an environment that lets you break your comfort zone. In the past, that was the pool hall. In the past, that was the gym. In the past, that was streaming and speedrunning for me. Now it's jujitsu. So every time I step on the mats, every time I enter competitions, I'm breaking my comfort zone, but it's helping me grow my character. It's helping me grow as a person. So long after I get my black belt, long after I've won medals, it's who I become in that 15 year journey that really matters. The second thing, make sure you can find an environment where you can consistently spend time with a healthy community. That will make such a huge difference on who you are as a person, your success, uh, the things you want to do in your life, your self-esteem, your well-being, and you also making a positive impact on other people too. So it may not be jiu-jitsu for you. Maybe it's, maybe it is going to a pool hall. Uh, maybe it's joining like a painting class. Maybe it's going to a Bible study. Uh, maybe it is going to church. Uh, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's going to a running club where you guys go running every single weekend. Uh, it could be like a biking club, like going to ride bicycles on big tracks. It could be a golf club. Join a community. Find a healthy community because I'd really believe it can make a difference for you. It might take you a while to find these communities, but it's so, in my experience, 
as someone who's been a loner, <laughs> someone who's done things lone wolf for so many years, I'll tell you from my own experience, now that I'm part of healthy communities, I have made light years worth of progress compared to what I have in previous years. Because in the past, I did it mostly by myself, but now I get to do it with other people too. Now, the next thing is find ways to maximize your time management. Squeeze the seconds out of your day. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to find a golf club one hour away. Don't do that. I happen to do that myself, like with the gym. But find ways to structure your days to be very effective and optimal. Because if you have good time management, you'll have more time to do the things that you want. And you will also, you'll also just be able to do more with the time that you have. Now, I was going to, I think I needed to add one more thing. So I'm going to add one more way that jujitsu has helped my life. That one of the biggest things is facing fear and building confidence and self-esteem. Because when I'm on the mats and I'm trying my best, I am facing my fears. Like this person's like, Attacking me physically in a safe way, of course. It's all structured. Um, no one's actually going to try and injure each other. But the fact that I'm facing my fears on a regular basis and building true confidence, building true strength, building true self-esteem, it allows me to go ahead and attack everything else in my life. And here I am now. We're about to enter 2024. I'm four weeks away from my first competition. I'm excited to give it my best. And I feel like I'm about to ascend to a whole different level. And I have to thank Jiu-Jitsu for that. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, if you liked what you heard, feel free to drop a like, drop a comment. Let me know what you think. If you're listening on Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms, please leave a positive review. It'll help more people discover the podcast and help me spread this message of positivity to the world. So thank you for listening. Take care. Peace out. I appreciate y'all very, very much. Uh, hopefully... Uh, in the following weeks, I'm able to get guests on for the show. Uh, originally, I was supposed to have a guest on today, but they were unwell. So I decided to make the jujitsu episode today. So thank you for listening. Uh, future guests are joining the show. We're going to be upgrading the, the productivity, uh, the, the production of this show. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. So take care. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Peace.